Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim in the name of Allah most gracious most merciful three intentions you should avoid when reciting Quran or reading Quran by Khuram Murad part 1 to attain a fruitful relation with the Quran, you need to read it with no purpose other than to receive guidance from your Lord Allah to come nearer to Him and to seek His good pleasure. What you get from the Quran depends on what you come to it for. Your intention and purpose is crucial. Niyyah or your niyyah which is intention and purpose is crucial. Certainly the Quran has come to guide you, but you may also go astray by reading it should you approach it for impure purposes and wrong motives. Thereby, he causes many to go astray, and thereby he guides many, but thereby he causes none to go astray save the iniquitous. Chapter Al-Baqarah or Surah Al-Baqarah, chapter 2, verse 26. The Quran is the word of Allah. It therefore requires as much exclusiveness of intention and a purity of purpose as does worshipping and serving Allah. So when you read the Quran, you should avoid the following. One, reading for intellectual pleasure. Do not read it merely for intellectual pursuit and pleasure, even though you must apply your intellect to the full, to the task of understanding the Qur'an. So many people spend a lifetime in studying the language, style, history, geography, law, and ethics of the Qur'an, and yet their lives remain untouched by its message. The Qur'an frequently refers to people who have knowledge, but do not derive benefit from it. Two, seeking to support your arguments. Nor should you come to the Quran with the fixed intention of finding support for your own views, notions, and doctrines. For if you do, you may then hear an echo of your own voice in it and not that of Allah. It is this approach to the understanding and interpreting of the Qur'an that the Prophet, may peace and blessings be upon him, has condemned. Whoever interprets the Qur'an by his personal opinion shall take his place in the fire. At-Tirmidhi 3. Seeking worldly gains. Nothing could be more unfortunate than to use the Qur'an to secure for your own person worldly things such as name, esteem, status, fame, or money. You may get them, but you will surely be partnering away a priceless treasure for nothing, indeed, even incurring eternal loss and ruin. The Prophet, may peace and blessings be upon him, said, that one who learns, recites, and teaches the Qur'an for worldly acclaim will be thrown into the fire, Muslim. You may also derive other 
lesser benefits from the words of the Quran such as the healing of bodily afflictions, psychological peace, and deliverance from poverty. There is no bar to having these, but again, they should not become the be-all and end-all that you seek from the Quran, nor the goal of your niyyah, intention. For in achieving these, you may lose the whole ocean that could have been yours. Reading every single letter of the Quran carries with it great rewards. Remain conscious of all the rewards and make them an objective of your niya intention, for they will provide you with those strong incentives required to spend your life with the Quran. But never forget that on understanding, but never forget that on understanding, absorbing, and following the Quran, you have been promised much larger rewards in this world and in the hereafter. It is these which you must aim for. Not only should your purpose be pure, but you should also, once you have the Quran with you, both the text and its living embodiment in the Sunnah, never go to any other source for guidance. For that would be like running after mirages. It would mean a lack of confidence, a denigration of the Quran. It would amount to divided loyalties. Nothing brings you nearer to your Lord than the moments you spend with his words. For it is only the Quran that you enjoy the unique blessing of hearing his voice addressing you. So let an intense desire to come nearer to Allah be your one overwhelming motive while reading the Quran. Finally, your intention or niya should be directed to seeking only your Lord's pleasure by devoting your heart, mind, and time to the guidance that he has sent to you. That is what you barter. That is what you barter when you surrender yourself to Allah, the exalted. And of mankind is he who would sell himself seeking the pleasure of Allah. Al-Baqarah chapter, Al-Baqarah chapter 2 verse 207. Purpose and intentions are like the soul of a body, the inner capability of a seed. Many seeds look alike, but as they begin to grow and bear fruits, their differences become manifest. The purer and higher the motive, the greater the value and yield of your efforts are. So always seek, so always ask yourself, so always ask yourself, why am I reading the Quran? Tell yourself constantly why you should. This may be the best way to ensure the purity and exclusiveness of purpose and intention. This is, or this article is taken with some modifications from the author's way to the Quran. Alhamdulillah, praise be to Allah.